Hello, everybody. Welcome to Writer's Room, everyone. We are both a mess. Yes. It has been a year. Oh, wait. You know, we should introduce ourselves. Yeah. Hi. I'm Emma. And I'm Mylena. And, you know, it's been a year since we've done our- Over a year? Over a year? It's been a while. We only- Okay, to be fair, our first step, like, we only had, like, four episodes. That's true. Because we did it randomly. But this year, we're going to do it every week. We're going to strive to do it every week. Yes. We will attempt. And- We'll have some mishaps, but we'll we'll, we'll do most weeks. Yeah. Probably. Until December. Until December, because my Lena is graduating. I know, so sad. It is really sad. <laughs> but like at the same time, congratulations. <laughs> Get out of here. So, first off, I would just like to let everybody know that I am in fact drinking a dark berry Dr. Pepper. It is a limited edition flavor that came out for Jurassic World, which I did not see. But the Dr. Pepper flavor is kind of everything. I bought like three cases of it. It's really good. Can I try it? Yeah, dude. Okay. I know some people are like some people are still very because of COVID, but I'm like. I mean, I am an immunocompromised person, but I trust you. You dumb. But I trust you. Person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got myself. It's fine. I have yet to catch That's COVID. Good, Knock actually. on wood, right? Yeah, yep. I know. It's really, crazy. I caught it twice. Both times in December over Christmas. I, I had COVID during Christmas. I'm very lucky mm, yeah, in that, I guess, because my mom caught it, but I, you know, she stayed in her room enough that I never did. <laughs> that's, that's fair. So, good news for me. So, I guess, you know, would we like to name any of our, not necessarily book-related, but, like, favorite things of as of late? Oh, you just want to get into stuff. Okay. I, I'll let you go first because I have an actual book-related thing. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about books in a second because that is what this podcast is about. It's three weeks into the semester. It's going. It's going. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's valid. Yeah. Um, but okay. So, so let's start with news. What What do you got for us? Uh, news. Um, or fun things that you love. Fun things that I love recently. Um trying to be quiet as I eat my pretzels. It's fine. It's not working. Technically, they're my pretzels. <laughs> they're mine now. <laughs> okay. Um, recently, I've been listening to a lot of Placebo, one of my favorite bands. Um, they're really good. Y'all should listen to them if you like like alt-rock music. What? Oh, I was just about to ask what genre it is. Well, they've been around since the 90s, uh, but they're still uh, doing stuff, which is cool. I listen to mostly their older music, but their 2013 album, Loud Like Love, is fantastic. Um, what else have I been into lately? I went to a concert over the summer. You did? First time. What? First concert mm-hmm. ever? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, you unless see? you count, like, Latin festivals, but they're not, like, concerts. Like Who'd you see? Halsey. Oh, my gosh. Love Halsey. I bought they're really a good. way too overpriced um, jacket. Yeah. It was like $75. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but I bought it. Mm-hmm. I, I regret not buying a bigger size because it I like oversized stuff. Oh, me too. Yeah. But it's like just perfect. Like, if it's whatever. It, yeah. And then I bought a $25 tote bag. Hey. And it's cute. I like it. The jacket is yellow. Cute. Or the hoodie. I guess it's a hoodie. Yeah. I'm, 
how dare you mention concerts to me because I never managed to get tickets to My Chemical Romance and I'm really sad about it. I, I know. <laughs> I wish I had gotten tickets because, oh my gosh, I've been following, uh, you know, just all the pictures and tour updates online and it's just, uh, it's everything I wanted when I was 11. When I was 11? Bro, I've been a long time I, fan. I found really late, and by really late, I mean like, at the like the beginning of this year, I found a good song from Pierce the Veil. I like um, King for a Day and Bulls in the Bronx. I've never heard of them. You've never heard of Pierce the Veil before? You said two other names. Oh, those are those are song titles. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> that was. I listened to like every other emo band except Pierce the Veil, apparently. I mean, I'm not really into them because there is like some controversy surrounding an ex band oh? member. Um, we don't need to get into it. It's a little heavy. But I mean, I liked some of their stuff when I was in middle school. I never listened to them like religiously or anything. That was only with My Chemical Romance. And if I'm honest, I don't think I've ever been as into any other band since. Um, like actually caring about the music artists themselves. Usually I just kind of listen to music mm-hmm. for music artists. I think probably my other two top music artists as of now are Wolf Alice and they're um, they're a British band. They're really good. Totally recommend them. I've been listening to them since like their first album came out in like 2015, 2016. And my other favorite band is the aforementioned Placebo, who I've also been listening to since I was about 14. So. So do you have any other news for us? Um, other news. Or information before we get into literature, which is what we're supposed to be talking about, but we never stay on topic. Um, no, I think I'm good. I think that's about it. Great. <laughs> so I got a new book. Okay. Except it's not new, but it is new for mm-hmm. me. What happened is that I got it sometime like two years ago, um, and I left it in my mom's van. Oh, no. And then she like couldn't find it, and then she ended up finding it like last month I mean as I moved in (laughs) I was reorganizing my books recently and I was like where are these like three books I know that I own and then like the other week I went over to a friend's that I hadn't seen her in a long time and they were there yes because I let her borrow them and totally forgot that's a mood and I was like oh well now these can go on my overcrowded shelves I have a I have a I have a book set that my mom bought me when I was in like high school mm-hmm. and I lent one of the books to my friend to read because like that would and then I left that school mm. so I have the thing the the set still but I'm missing a book that sucks and I don't remember I don't I think it might have been I don't remember if it's because it was a it was a three-part four if you include the like the the prequel oh okay um and I don't remember if I gave her the f- the first book or if I gave her, like, the second book. What series? I don't remember. It was some cringy. Oh, no. Oh, come it on. It was, um... Oh, it wasn't about the dragons. And it wasn't um, the fairy one. <laughs> I know exactly what Satan. you're talking about. The Sarah J. Mass ones. Yeah. yeah. Terrible um, books. I mean... Terrible. Horrible books. I haven't but, like, actually... Let's talk about why they're so bad. Well, I haven't actually read them, but... Oh, I have. Oh, no. And I was into them. Okay, so... And I read most of them. As someone who has not personally read them and has view- is 
experienced them as an outside perspective. By that, I mean I watched um, some YouTube reviews. Uh, yeah. If anyone knows uh, With Cindy or Read With Cindy, um, amazing reviews. Love her reviews of this series. Um, what is the series called? I know, like, the first book is called, like, A Court of mm. Thorns and Roses. No, that's not the one I'm talking about. No? I'm talking about that's the one Throne of Glass. Oh. That series. She's also a fairy. She's like, a f- she's an assassin fairy princess. Wow. I'm so serious. I mean, when I was 12, I probably would have liked that too. No, I definitely, I, to be fair, I wasn't 12. I was more like 15. Right. Are these, okay, so if if it's not the Sarah J. Mass series, who wrote Throne, Throne of Glass? That's Sarah J. Mass. It's still Sarah J. Mass? Mm-hmm. How many series does this woman have about fairies? I think it's just the two. Okay. Also, her books are too sexy for younger kids, I think, a little. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's not good sexy. For <laughs> sure. It's not good. I remember distinctly, she there was, okay, there's three love interests that she has. Mm. The prince, who mm-hmm. I don't think she ends up being related to at all, which is obviously a good thing. Um, She's not related to him. No, I just, I. why did you have to clarify? Because I said that she was a princess. Well, I didn't assume they'd be from the same fairy kingdom or whatever. He's not from the fairy kingdom. Oh, is he human? He's human. Oh, lame. <laughs> Stinky humans. <laughs> How boring. There was, okay, so there's a prince. There was the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And then there was a fairy who, I never got this far, but like may or may not be her cousin. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, hey, here's the thing. I have definitely read worse series than... <laughs> You know, Sarah Jane. I was on Wattpad. Oh, girl. (laughs) Me too. Me too. My exposure to horribly written stories on Wattpad at age 11 really did leave an impact on me. A good impact remains to be seen. (laughs) I know the impact it left on me. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. Do tell. I can't. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that speaks enough. That speaks volumes. Um... So, well, you know, I would say a worse series because there is a pseudo incest plotline <gasps> is, uh, you know, Cassandra Clare's Mortal Instruments. I remember that. I was super into that. And it was funny because I was reading that at the same time I was reading another book that um, is allegedly a fan fiction of Twilight. Fifty Shades? Yes. I was you not going to say <laughs> I was not going to say the name. Listen, I know the lore. But did you know that Cassandra Clare's Mortal Instruments series is supposedly uh, originally a Harry Potter fan fiction? Dang. And I guess this episode might as well might as well just be fan fictions. I mean, I was going to talk a little bit about like some other stuff I've read recently, perhaps later on. But I do think that Cassandra Clare is a very interesting person because I did read the Mortal Instruments series. To be fair, Harry Potter isn't even a good book series in general. No, we It's not. I don't I don't like JK Rowling, the books. But like are, outside okay, oh, outside I know, of her I and know. outside of all the racist stuff that is like subtly in the book. It's deeply flawed and It's just not of, a good story. No. There's no mean, proper hero like archetype architecture whatever you call it and i can't say archetype? Mm-hmm. yes archetype yeah. but, not, but it's not even, like if you follow and i was talking about this with i don't know if you know who jerry is she she's one of the archive archivists no okay she works in the archive center she's my boss okay love her she's a doll <laughs> okay okay and um we were talking about it with chandler 
Okay. About how Harry Potter is just a terrible book plot-wise. No, it is. Because, I mean... To like, who lets a kid do all of this stuff and then Dumbledore... Oh, it's yeah. just like he's not like a mentor. It. He's not. He's he's like he's he's a quote mentor. But like if you look at the archetypes, he's not because the mentor is supposed to help the hero. I mean, I think originally Sirius would have been Sirius or Remus could have been a better mentor figure. Sirius but, definitely. Okay. But both of them are essentially written out after um, you know the Prisoner of Azkaban, and sure, Sirius is still around in the background. But he's not really an actual, like, so, parental figure as he could have been. No, he definitely should have been. And he could have been. And I think he would have made a great parental figure because he's been through all these hardships. Yeah. And he's been through all these trials. And he knows what it, like, he can relate so much to Harry. It's really. So much. It's always interesting for me to think about Harry Potter because I read the series in, like, the summer before sixth grade. So I was, like, 11 uh, you know, and I really enjoyed the books because mm-hmm. I was 11 and, you know, I, it's not like I had an awesome taste at age 11. I was reading like warrior cats. Does, I never actually got into that one. <sighs> okay. I, listen, warrior cats was good. It I wasn't, did. I did. I was role playing at that time though. Okay. Listen, warrior cats was fun. Is it good? No. And that's because it has 30 different authors. So there's... It does? Yes. Okay, oh you know, God. Aaron Hunter, the name Aaron Hunter is like a... a pseudonym? Yeah. For or like, are they all ghost writers? Um, they're not ghost writers. I know, because I know James Patterson does that. Okay. He I, hires I, ghost writers to write his books. I wouldn't Which say, I think that practice is not I wouldn't chill. say it's necessarily like a ghost writer situation because there is no real Aaron Hunter. Okay, so it's a pseudonym. Yeah, so there's like... I don't know if there's actually... Is it pseudonym or pseudonym? Pseudonym. Okay, pseudonym. I don't know if there's actually, like, 30 different authors, but I know there's, like, mm, definitely more than two. I can't remember the exact number. Let's Google it. Okay. Keep Um, talking. I'll Google. Actually, really interesting fun fact about the Aaron Hunters. One of them got... uh, Aaron Hunters? Well, yeah, the Hunters, the Aarons. That's funny. as, As the fandom says. Um... It's I was typing, and the first thing that came up was how many people wrote the Bible. I mean, that is a good question as it's well. It's really funny. But seven people. Seven people. Kate Carey, Cherith Baldry, Victoria Holmes, Tui Sutherland, Clarissa Hutton, Inbali Iserlis, and Rosie Best, Best, and formerly Jillian Phillip. Mm, yes, I know the tea on why she was fired. So, oh. so they're all she, working on this at the same time. Essentially, they go, oh, okay. each of them, like, they have, like, a, they all, like, do, like, an outline okay. for, like, a vague idea of where they want it to go. And then I think they take turns writing each book. I'm not 100% sure. But Miss Jillian, uh, the former uh, part of the Hunters, the Aarons, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, the Aarons, if you will. A lot of people call them the Aarons, and I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so she was fired because she, for lack of a better phrase, pulled the J.K. Rowling on Twitter. <gasps> yes. Um, so a lot does that of... Mean, does that mean she said someone was gay or she was just racist and homophobic? She was deeply transphobic. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, for being 
super turfy and awful, um, a bunch of fans complained. Um, and thus, she was fired. And now... That's um, valid. I don't know if this is still true, but for a period of time, she did private her Twitter. Um, Let's find out. Yeah, go ahead and look her up. Jillian Phillip? Yeah. Um, yeah. I should... I, I think she unprivated, and now I think she's just even more transphobic. It's been a few months since I've checked in on the situation. <laughs> Maybe she deleted Twitter. Is this her Twitter. account? Um, it looks like it. I mean, she's ch- changed her profile picture. Which was, like, that one... She's fighting for author rights. Oh, God. She really is pulling a rowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I was talking about this with one of my friends earlier. Just, and it's so... Like, why are so many children's authors so bigoted? It's really... You know what? Maybe it's because the people that aim to write for children have a very specific thing of what they want children to know, and that tends to be the majority values which tend to be christian values yeah though interestingly enough you know like, like if harry <laughs> potter was banned by, by like you know which is funny because if you think about it like it is it does hold a boy that like it has it holds a lot of similarities to jesus oh my does it not i mean i guess it's just a lot to contend with at the moment at like, oh i didn't mean to like ruin your childhood no oh my god please it's joanne joanne already joanne did already did that we're on first name basis i am folks. on first name basis with miss rowling um this is actual facts totally 100 percent true i have never lied in my life um <laughs> actually my american accent is fake i'm she's actually australian please <laughs> but you know miss or canadian eh I mean, my family's from Michigan. It's basically Canada. Uh, but Miss Joanne J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. um, she actually recently released a new book, and I cannot remember the title because truly I cannot bring myself to care. However, I believe it was under one of her pseudonyms that has something to do with transphobia. I don't know. She's just, you know, why is she so awful? But it's interesting because while I have not read the book because I refuse, I have seen some screenshots uh that people have taken the ink black heart yes that is it i have seen some pictures people took of the inside of their books and it is really interesting because the main character of this book gets murdered for being transphobic as if like you know more people aren't murdered for being transgender can i I read a a part of this oh i mean how bad is this is chapter one oh no Of all the couples sitting in the Rivoli bar at the Ritz that Thursday evening, the pair that was having the most conspicuous, conspicuously, I was doing so good, (laughs) the most conspicuously good time was not, in fact, a couple. Corman Strike and Robin Ellicott, private detectives, business partners, and self-declared best friends, were celebrating Robin's 13th birthday. 13? Thirtieth. Okay. I read that wrong. I was, but like, I just my my. This is why I can't be like. Stop writing about children, Joanne. (laughs) Both had been slightly self-conscious on first arriving in the bar, which resembled an Art Deco jewelry box with its walls of dark wood and gold and its frosted panels of laliki. What lalike? Where? Let me let me zoom in on this word for you. Right. (laughs) Uh, Right there. 
Lalique. I have Lique. no idea how to say that. I have no idea. Okay, I'm going to go with the Spanish pronunciation. Lalique. Thank you for knowing Spanish. Latin America, baby. Of <laughs> <laughs> Lalique Glass, because each was aware that this outing was unique in the almost five years they'd known one another. I'm already. Okay. Can I interrupt? Go ahead. I'm. It's I'm, boring. Also. It's an interesting. It's also, an I just want to say, if you're going to do, like, a best friends detective duo. Like a noir? Yeah. Like, is that what it's called, right? Noir? Yeah, like a, that sort of thing. Like a noir No, I don't, I don't think she's even trying to pull that off. But honestly. Well, no, because she does write mystery under her, under her other name. Yeah. That's a, it's mystery books. But here's the thing. They're not good. <laughs> um, but I also just, you know, my hot take is that no one can do the detective partners better than the X-Files did with Mulder and Scully. I don't know if you ever saw the X-Files. Nope. It's Slade. Okay. Um, I mean, it was from the 90s, so it's not totally politically correct in the modern day because it is a Monster of the Week series. You know how that goes if we look at Supernatural's early episodes. <laughs> early episodes? Oh, yeah. Um, I never The watched. final was not an early episode. I never no, watched I'm it a, either. I, I mean, I, I watched the first two seasons. I got up to season 13, I think. Ew. <laughs> but I was, was I was uh, on Tumblr the night of November 5th. Um, when the final came out? Uh, not the final. Spoilers for Supernatural, the final season. Um, the episode where Castiel went to super gay hell. Is that not the final? I thought that was the final. No, dude, the <laughs> final episode, Dean dies in the last episode. I think he like gets impaled on a rusty nail and he just drops dead. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, look, I didn't watch it. Hey, what happened? Whatever. Did they ever figure out what happened to their brother, Sam? No. No, that was Sam and Dean. Their other brother. They have another brother? Yeah. Dude, I didn't watch past season two. <laughs> um, but, anyway, so Dean dies, and Sam, like, grows old with some nameless woman, so not even the girlfriend that he had. And they put this- Adam. Oh. His I, name was Adam. I have no idea. Never heard of that character in my life. I think he came in in season four. Yep, did not watch that far. No clue. Okay, continue. Sorry. Anyway, so they put this horrible Party City wig on Sam, and I'm (laughs) like, where did the budget go? (laughs) I mean, I know this is the CW, and they haven't made a profit since 2005, but... They made a new um, Charmed movie. Show, show. Okay, okay. Is it as good as the original? I mean, the original is not good either, but I like... Oh, that's good. The CGI is better. Yay, brownie points. Um, I mean, I think one of the girls is Afro Latina. Well, that's nice. I um, mean, I I didn't watch it. I think I watched the original when I was a kid. I watched the original. I rewatch the original every so often. It's like one of my um, guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures, along with Oran High School Host Club. I have a Oran High School Host Club T-shirt. <laughs> I bought recently. I rewatch um, it typically during finals. As you should. And Listen. I forget, I forgot how fruity it is every time I watch it. Not to, like, talk about anime. Um, I guess it's literature. But it's a type of, it's a type, like. I mean, it's. We're I, talking I, about the stories. We could technically say it's literature related because there is a manga series and it is awesome. I do remember reading some of the manga. Oh my God. Okay. So I have read the first, because it's really hard to find unless you buy the $200 box set because it is 18 volumes. Good um, God. And I'm saving up for it. I'm thinking about it, you know. But, like, 
Tiny spoilers for Oran High School Host Club if you guys haven't seen it, but it did come out in 2007. And if you haven't seen it now, that's on you. Um, but Tamaki and Haruhi get married. They do. Yeah. You know what? I didn't. I knew he. I know he's the main like male. No, I. I mm. But I wanted her with that twin. I didn't like him. I thought he was, <gasps> I thought he was annoying. I'm sorry. I always love the mischievous ones. Oh, he I was like, so fun. And then, and then that scene where there was the thunderstorm. Tomaki sh- had a scene just like that. Like yeah, 10 but his was before. better because he grew from it. Uh, he grew character development. Listen. This is why this is literature, because character development. Right. Right. <laughs> this is not a ship war between me and Mylena right now. <laughs> Um, of course not. We'd but never he, do here's that. Here's the thing. I love couples where the guy is just a total simp, loser, pathetic, and he just and he loves, is. loves his girl. He is, and she's such, like... You know that tweet that's like, my girl mad at me, hope I die? That's literally... <laughs> I love that. Well, that's literally like, that's. Tom would you consider him a himbo? He's not buff enough. So you <laughs> think himbos need to be buff? I mean, isn't that yeah? Isn't that part of like the criteria? There, it depends on who you ask. Okay. I think himbos are just stupid men that like simp for their wives slash girlfriends slash boyfriends. We don't discriminate here. No. Um, <laughs> I would hope not. No. I'd lose my gay card. Hypocritical of us both. Um, Truly. Um, but so yeah. Honestly, um, he's. I love him. He's so stupid, and it's endearing to me. And it, you know what? It's always, and I, I can never reference this around other people. But like, I always loved when he like <laughs> Haru's parent. Uh, yeah, you know that because is one of the parts of the show that I am not like, sure how to address. Um, it's, it's definitely okay, but you also it's also like well for the people who don't know and don't care about you know like it's not really a spoiler, but Haruhi's parent because her mom died passed away before the show started and then right well she has a parent who's, who's amab yeah okay who's amab and they but they address it as if they call him he in the show i think that might only be in the dub because i actually oh yeah so i, I only watch dubs i know it's because I mean, i'm adhd and i can't focus on the subtitles hey, you know i can't judge but i, I do watch all the comedy anime and dub That's um an english dub um, but I in, did watch I, Heaven's Official Blessing in subtitled. Didn't it's, see it. Don't care. It's so good. Um, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe because um, I read a post, I don't know, like a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, that Harhi's parent was addressed as she um, in Japanese, mm. which I, you know, I mean, they present as female um but they're also called Haruhi's dad um but yeah. it also i know that like some it also might be one like, of the culture thing because like in with anime and je- like they're very very it's weird i mean this it's was not weird like, but like i this was like early 2000s so but it's I, also like cross-dressing and all that stuff is more common 
in mm-hmm. Japanese culture, as in like their media, not necessarily the culture, but like their media. Yeah, their media presents it a lot has, more than American media. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me that in the I think it's American me- version, like I, the dubbed. I think I would say, as far as I am aware, because it was technically somewhat like progressive for its time, though it hasn't necessarily aged well in all aspects. Um, Which most things don't. No, true. Um, I do really enjoy Oran High School Host Club, though, because for the most part, it is just a really funny, pretty laid-back show Mm -hmm. to watch. Um, But we can get into that, you know. Anytime. 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 Um, Not to just, you know, talk about anime for, like, five minutes. But still, it's literature, there's a plot, there's all of that. Like, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to everybody. (laughs) I'm not apologizing. I have no shame. A lot of pride. No shame. Oh, see, no shame. I haven't watched much anime in a few years now. Um, my little, I was watching, what was I watching last anime-wise? My little sister has started watching it recently, and <laughs> half, 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 <laughs> half the things she talks about, I have never heard of in my like life. Like what? Um, she started, well, I don't know. She was watching some vampire anime yesterday oh, no. that I had never heard of. What was it? Was it a Rosario plus vampire? No, it wasn't. See, <sighs> I've seen that. <laughs> Good. Good, good. Um, it was nothing. She doesn't watch any of like the old. Is it Castlevania? Class- no, it's not Castlevania. Mm. It's nothing like. I mean, it's new stuff, but it's stuff that I haven't was heard it, of. Was it two girls? No. <sighs> God, I'm trying to remember. I. She said it was weird and not good, and I think she stopped watching it. But I know that she's been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, which I know is popular. Um, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> I know it's a shonen, which means it's like a aimed at a male audience. Uh, she like showed me a clip from it. I have no idea what the plot is. <laughs> I know nothing. Um, My little sister likes watching those animes where it's like the really long names. Oh, those are just really fun to say because when you say them in Japanese, people get really like confused. Hmm. Like I remember when I was younger, I watched Kamisama Hajime Mashida. Um, which translates to. Um, God's Kiss. Mm. Nice. Yeah. That's um, a short English, but I'm talking about like the English names that are really long. So like, um, <laughs> oh no, like the, um, my sister has, has watched, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? I was going to bring that one up. Um, yeah. I've been reincarnated as a slime. Yes. You know, I love going to books a million and just like seeing my sister p- picked up citrus uh, and I was like, Ivy, no, yeah. because she runs things through me, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and I tell her, like, if you want to start a new anime, you have to. And so there's some things I like if I I've, I've never seen that. I'll ask my friends. Yeah, I anime he, is risky. Anime is very risky. Risky, They're, risky, risky. They rabbit holes. Yes. Tons I mean, of them. I I've seen a lot of anime that I look back and I'm like, why was I middle school age watching that? Mm. And I'm like. I know why. It's because I was extremely online, and I would just hear about stuff, and I'd be like, oh, well, I can watch that. Bandwagon approach. Yeah, and it's, you know, I didn't have, like, when I was younger, I didn't really, like, think too critically about most no of the No one things, does. Most of the things I was watching. So, you know, you watch things like Black Butler, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're like, this is fine, this is normal, and then you grow as a person, and I like, still rewatch Black Butler. It's one of my. It's one of my. It's just got some parts that are really. I'm well aware. No, yeah, and it's just. And you're a little like pedophilic. Yeah, 
Definitely. Especially if you know the author's original intent for the story in this series. I do not, which we could talk about later. Yes. Um, let's just say it is problematic to an At ex- best. Yes. Uh, just... Yeah, I mean, did I enjoy it when I was 12, 13 oh, years old? Second season sucked. I liked the second season. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The plot line was terrible. No, I know, but I liked that little blonde kid. I thought he was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was really annoying, so I liked him. He was him. really violent. It weirded me out. I vibed with him. I was like, I was like... Okay, but... I was like, okay, he's annoying. Uh, audience, for those... Because none of you can see... Emma is currently wearing a nose ring, black eyeliner... Um, everything, always everything black. Emma's a goth. Slay. So stereotypically, of course you would like Alois. That was his name, right? Yeah. He was annoying and weird, and I was like... And entitled and privileged. Okay, what does that have to do with being goth? (laughs) No, just, you liked him because he was violent. What was my point with it? Oh, no, I wouldn't say that exactly. I just thought he was... I was joking, but yes. (laughs) I mean, like... I don't know. That's why you stereotypically like would like him because you're goth and he's violent. That's what everyone <laughs> assumes. Hey, you know I'm multifaceted. Oh my gosh, really? I, I would have never known Emma. I contain multitudes. Okay, this is why, like, you know, all Emma's kinds- not just a white goth girl. Everyone. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I contain multitudes. That's Walt Whitman, right? Mm-hmm. Did he say? I don't know. I. It's fine. You think I remember anything from what I read? Ever? No. No. Actually, actually, okay. Let's turn the conversation to books 30 minutes into the podcast. To be fair, we were talking about fan fictions at first. Those are books. That's true. We can always go back to it because I have things to say. I do too, but I don't know if they're necessarily podcast appropriate. That's fair. Well, I can... Listen, there's an argument that fan fiction is literature. Oh, I know. I'm writing a paper on this. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Um, you don't include Dante's Inferno in there. There's something wrong with you. Listen, 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 listen. It's a self-insert of, like, the Bible. Not just the Bible. Have you read Inferno? No. Ugh, Mylena. Okay. I read an excerpt. That doesn't count. Whole thing. There's a lot of, like, Greek mythology and stuff implanted in there, too. <laughs> Is That's what fair. I wanted to say. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um... Because here's the thing. It's not just Inferno. If okay. you look at Dante's Divine Comedy, you've got Inferno, Purgatorio... And um, Paradiso. So you've got, like, you've got Hell, which is Inferno. Mm-hmm. You've got Purgatory. 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 And you got Paradise. Heaven. Heaven. Yeah. And it's, like, a lot, okay? And I'm not going to get into the plot of Dante's Divine Comedy because it would take forever. And if It'd I'm honest, if I'm honest, I don't remember all of it. But... I do think that while the argument that Dante's Divine Comedy is fanfiction does hold some weight, there is also, like, the fact that it is part of literary canon. And most people wouldn't consider stuff of the literary canon to be fanfiction. But it is. I think it really depends on who you ask. I've been, I don't know. I need to Well, do... I'm saying it is, and I'm obviously the authority on the literary canon. Right, you heard Clearly. it here, folks. Mylena is, you know... She's in charge of the literary canon from now on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know. I think it is interesting to discuss, but I need to go back and read some more stuff because I know there's like... I wrote a fan fiction of fan fiction. Huge slay. What was it for? <laughs> <laughs> My class with Honeycut, uh, World Literature. 
Okay. We read, that's where we read an excerpt of Dante's Inferno. Oh, so you wrote a fanfic of Dante's Inferno? That's because that, that was the assignment. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had to, we had to write, um, and I was mad at this assignment. Not oh, because no. of the assignment itself, but I'll get into that. We had to write, essentially, if we were Dante, like if we, right. like in place of Dante, okay, we'd ha- we had to write at least three different layers. We had to choose a couple people. So I, I think it was at least three people. Or three people in three different layers. Okay. Okay. You had to say who was your guide. I chose some, like one of the only uh, Greek philosoph- female Greek philosoph- philosophers. Okay. I chose some woman that was nicknamed the Black Widow because she killed like four of her husbands and tr- and got caught trying to kill like her fourth or fifth one. When? Um, <laughs> I, I think she's the one. I think she's the one, I'd have to double check, but I think she's the one that she, she killed like three of her husbands, one of her, like her son, and, and she got caught because she was trying to like blow up a car. I might be thinking of someone else, okay. but I'm pretty sure it was her. I did her, I did Ham, Hamlet. Interesting choice. Um, because of his indecision, he right. annoyed me. Oh. So <laughs> I did him. We should totally do a Shakespeare episode. Um, yes. At some point. Oh, I have to read Henry's the fifth. Ew. Um, so, so sorry. let's wait till after I read that. Okay. <laughs> and then Hamlet, it, the, the, the college is putting on Hamlet. So we have to watch that too. I'm going to be 100% honest with you right now. Oh, no. Never read Hamlet. I like it so much. My favorite play is Othello. To die or not to die. Is it, no, it's to die or not to die. To live. No. What is the quote? I thought it was to be or not to be. That is the quote. Thank you. To what be or to, not to, to be. be. That, that is the question. question. To be you or. Know, listen, I never read Hamlet. I know the vague story of Hamlet. I do love all of the art of Ophelia. I think that one classic painting of her in the water is beautiful. Um... And I do plan to read Hamlet at some point, but currently I am... Well, then just watch the play. I know. I'm going okay, to watch good. the play. We can go together. I love Shakespeare. Yes. I mean, like, he's problematic AF, and also, like, a lot of his plays are problematic. And But I do think that looking at it is really fun. Oh, yeah. Interesting. For sure. I would, for sure. I would like to first give a quick shout out to my favorite book that I've read this year. Um... My favorite book that I read this year was actually for a gender and literature class. Okay. Um, With? Honeycutt. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised Eskin didn't have that class. I had her for Shakespeare and Race last semester. Mm. And that uh, actually was what made me like Shakespeare. Because oh. before, I was kind of a hater. Really? Yes. Eskin, Eskin loves Shakespeare. I know. Which is why we're reading Henry V for my class with Eskin and Britlet one. Oh, joy. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. You're in Britlet. I have a friend in there. Um, oh. Angie? I'm good with faces. I don't know half their names. They're it's, all younger than me. It's fine. Don't worry They're about They're all it. younger than me. Yeah, because it's there Britlet was, one. I know, mm. but there was one girl. She was like, Mylena, have you started this project yet? And I looked at her and I laughed. <laughs> she was like, why do you think I would have started? She's like, out of everyone, I thought like you would have been like you. You would have been the one to start. I was like, you obviously do not know me. You thought wrong. <laughs> it's because I'm a senior. I'm the only senior there. Okay, so the book that I... Red and Honeycutt's class. Yes. That is actually now one of my favorite books of all time, mm-hmm. which is an exclusive list. There are only 10 titles on there. Um, Pretty exclusive. Yeah. Um, was 
1969, Ursula K. Le Guin's The Left Hand of Darkness. Okay, what's it about? It is a sci-fi novel. Revolutionary, not only because it was the first big sci-fi novel to be published by Was Frankenstein not a big sci-fi novel? I mean, yes. But, I mean, I I would say that's more of, like, a horror sci-fi? No, Frankenstein, because Mary Shelley is, is... is known as the creator of sci-fi. I suppose that's true. I haven't actually read Frankenstein either. I hated it. You hated it? Yeah, I hated it. I think Mary Shelley is an interesting person, but I think I think if I read it now, I wouldn't hate it, but I read it for like an AP class. Well, that's how I felt about a lot of things. See, I originally read Othello my sophomore year of high school, and then I read it again last semester, and I actually really, really enjoyed it. Frankenstein inaugurates the genre of science fiction, okay. and many critics cite it as one of the first few exa- the first examples of the science fiction novel. Okay, well, Ursula K. Le Guin's *The Left Hand of Darkness* was revolutionary for sci-fi still, because it was another really big title to one be published by a woman, but also it was um, the story explores sexuality and gender, um, mm-hmm. and the main couple of the series is you know a queer couple. And to be published I in... I thought you didn't like that word. For myself. Mm. Okay. That's fair. Um, but, you know, I just I just think that... You know, it was a book. It was published in 1969. You've got, like, this book, which is just... Oh, my gosh. It, there are just so many layers to this novel, dude. It's, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, intergalactic politics going on (laughs) um and like at first for like the first like 50 pages i was like what is happening i can i never can get into sci-fi books neither can i usually the only sci-fi series romance girly (laughs) i know i'm I'm disgusting i'm a horror novel fan um thought you were gonna say something else oh my god (laughs) no um but Usually I can't get into sci-fi. The last sci-fi series that I really liked was the Red Rising series by Pierce Brown. <gasps> I remember that book. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good book. It was the same setup as oh, like was, it's kind of like the Hunger Games, but in space. Um, no, least, but there's another book the first that's book. almost exactly like that that I was reading. Um, the only thing I would also compare it to is this indie book series that is. Um, My cousin's reading that one. I know which one you're talking about. I was going to say Defragmenting Daniel. Maybe not. Yeah, because... You said indie, and I was like, oh, okay. No. Yeah, this series is, uh, it is like a horror sci-fi novel. No, I think that plot line, But it is kind of gross, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Well, no, Red Rising, like, that plot line is pretty popular as a plot line for books. I really liked Red Rising. Oh, it was so good. It's also, you know, it's another series that is pretty, um, violent. There's a version of it, um, of that plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know it's like the one per- anyway yeah Ooh. Ooh, sorry I'm so sorry um, um, definitely I did like that series though but mm-hmm. as far as the left hand of darkness goes not disgustingly violent like these other sci-fi series I okay. enjoyed um, I really liked Red Rising though I guess that is considered sci-fi yeah but I mean, it's, they're I, I on would, Mars I would I would consider it more fantasy um I don't know because they like, had we- the dude had wings he had wings <laughs> That's why it was red rising with the wing on it. Oh. Remember? Because they could they could give themselves um I listen, I read this back in high school. So did I. I don't remember it. <laughs> um I read this in like my third year of high school. I read it. It was like four years oh ago. My God. Five years no, ago. No, I also read it my junior year. What <laughs> Okay. It was less time for you than it was for me. That's true. You are older. But 
<laughs> well, here's the thing about, re- like, I read a lot of books, so I don't necessarily tend no, to remember you. them very well. To be fair, but I read, also, like, 50 webtoons at a time. True. Um, <laughs> but with Red Rising, I only read the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I didn't go past that because I kind of didn't like how the third book ended. I never actually read the whole trilogy. Okay, well. I only read the first book. The first book. It was good. The first book I liked the most because. Okay, spoil it. The book? Yeah. The first one? No, the, the ending. You said oh, you didn't the like the ending. ending. <sighs> Spoilers. Listen, I just didn't like the endgame couple. It annoyed me. <laughs> That's why you didn't like the ending? Yes. <laughs> because yes. of the couple? Yes. Oh my, I thought, I thought, I thought. No, listen, I'm so serious. I thought she was going to be like, you know what? At the end, you know, instead of doing, instead of saving all the poor people, they pulled a Game of Thrones no. <laughs> and changed I never, his whole character. I never read or watched Game of Thrones. My my partner did. I don't plan to. My partner Daenerys did. Daenerys is very pretty, but, you know. Daenerys is hot. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not suffering through, what, eight seasons? Yeah. No. Well, apparently. And also, you know, I tend to watch a lot of TV shows with my mom, and I get mm. a feeling that that's not one I want to watch with her. Listen. No, see, like, I know what Game of Thrones is about. Yeah. Now, let me just, let me just, uh, let's, l- a... let's try n- not to veer too much I thought that was gonna work with that never mind (laughs) (laughs) um but red rising red rising you didn't like the couple no so we know what Emma's standards are um yes if the couple I don't like is, if I don't like the couple if I don't like the the book is crap it it is crap okay (laughs) okay why didn't you like her I thought she would I thought they were better as friends and That's I, fair. And, you know, I just thought that them being together, I just didn't like the vibe it gave. Okay. And I'll be honest, like, they didn't hang out enough for me to care about them as a couple. Like, I mean, like, in the first book. Was there no, like, emotional? I didn't feel like there was, but okay. also it's been years since I've read it. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I don't know, because the second and third books get way more into the space element mm-hmm. and the space politics element. Okay. And I just don't usually care for that part as much, especially in Red Rising, because, like, the whole way that the system was set up, it was just not the most appealing to me. What appealed to me in the first book was the Hunger Games type of setup, where it's, like, a fight to the death, a bunch of different people. But he was doing that for political reason i know but i because he remember he was he no i remember he was originally like one of the he like, was a red blood yeah and he was playing he was pretending it, I he know, was a i know gold blood or something like that yeah right? i know our audience probably doesn't know exactly what we're talking about because it's not like this series was as popular as it wasn't okay so essentially the first book was, but essentially he was changed from like the poorest race on this planet which is red-blooded people yeah because literally they lived underground in mars no. But no, but they literally had red blood. Yeah. And, and then the gold people have gold blood, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But the, the, everyone's, like, you know, got, like, this um, named after a color yeah. type thing. Yeah, anyway, because that's the color of their blood. But, like, the golds were the highest, and they're, like, seven feet tall. It's a They're the blue-blooded peoples. Bro. For <laughs> <laughs> the gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he got, like, surgery to go from, like red to gold and he was gonna go do this whole thing and it was gonna be like uh, you know free the people his people free all the red bloods and it's like here's the thing here's the thing do you remember severo's character no okay he's the little weird one (laughs) okay um who like you know um i don't know but him and dara become like best friends Mm -hmm. and i love it I, their dynamic was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it turns out, like, 
spoilers, uh, Severa was, like, half red blood, which is why he was smaller than a lot of the other golds. Huh. And I was like, why... He was the one that was helping out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why didn't they explore that more? I feel like they should have. And maybe Pierce Brown does in the later books, but as far as I'm aware, the books after the third one are more about, like, Darrow's kids. And I cannot bring myself to care about a character's children most Mm -hmm. of the time. I'm like, it's boring, it's a cop-out, you're skipping years' worth of time, and... I don't know. It just doesn't Like, you're not attached to these characters. I'm not. You just want me... You're right. It is a cop-out because you just want me to be attached to these characters because I'm attached to their parent. Yeah. Which, that's not how things are going to work. Like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to care if you don't give me a reason to as a writer. It doesn't appeal to me, and especially because I just didn't like the way that the series ended with the couple, and I'm just... It's just... Ugh. It's just ugh. (laughs) But anyway, so The Left-Handed Darkness, the reason I like it so much is because the politics do actually tie in to the gender and sexuality issues as well. Um, My favorite line in this book, um, because it is somewhat funny, but also just because it was, like, just so outlandish, Mm -hmm. um, is there is a single sentence about, I don't know, like 100 pages into the book, and it is, the king was pregnant. (laughs) And... You know, if you look at the way that this book is, where all these characters are, like, biologically, like, gender fluid. Um, oh, love it. Hot. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. It was really interesting. I really liked the way that Ursula K. Le Guin explored it. Um, I don't know. Especially since she talks so much about it in, like, interviews and other things years later. I mean, I know, like, some, you know, there are ways that you could criticize it. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it ended up being really good. Mm-hmm. And while, like, you know, it's not necessarily a story that has, like, a happy mm-hmm. ending, I really, really enjoyed it. Now, <laughs> as far as other books I've read recently, there are many I did not like that I can talk about at length. Okay, give us a rundown. Okay, let me just open We got my, ten minutes, girl. Ten I can, minutes. I can open my Goodreads account right now. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, well, while Emma's doing that, okay, I'm going to tell y'all about, I, so the book I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. which I left in my mom's van for like three months, like, like a year, pretty yeah. much, she found it. It's, it's a book of world mythologies, including African and Hindu mythologies. You know, I'm pretty sure you showed me this book <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I think I, I swear that you did. I don't think so, because I lost it the day I got it. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I think I might have just been telling you about it. Okay. I have my Goodreads open. Okay, let's, let's okay. get into this. So the latest... Pick one book. One? One book. That I hated or liked. I don't care. Okay. Um, um, oh, this is so hard. Because I want to tell about the story I read. Okay, I'm just going to run through it really, really quick. Go. Okay. Got five minutes. Okay. The one I read recently, uh, most recently, was called A Certain Hunger by Chelsea G. Summers. It's about a food critic turned cannibal. It was awesome. Did you know if you eat human eyeballs, you will throw up because of the acid that the eyeballs contain? I did not know this. You know it now. Awesome. <laughs> Disclaimer, I am a writer. So a lot of the information I know is because I am a writer. Okay. Uh, next one is The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. Indians India or Indians Native American? Native American. But nice. the author is Native American. So um, I figure there's a reason for yeah, it. If yeah. they're Super oh. cool horror book. Love the body horror. Um, not my fave just because the writing was a little disjointed. But, you know, it was decent. Three, three out of five stars. Um... <laughs> 
I'm not talking about this book. I'm just going to skip it. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not good. That's all, all you right. guys need to know. Well, what's the title if it's not good? Womb by um, Duncan Ralston. Is that a dude? Yes. A uh, dude wrote a book no, titled? No, Womb as in W-O-O-M. What the heck does that mean? It's a book. Noted. That's, that's okay. all I'll Moving say. on. Uh, after that, we have Night Bitch by Rachel Yoder. Um, Night Bitch was awesome. That bitch sure did Girl. run in the night. What? That's the name of the book? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, my review of this book, which was four out of five stars, was I love women who bite and kill and maim. That yes, was sir. my review. I really enjoyed it. Um, then we have Things Have Gotten Worse. Was, it, was that one like a Jennifer's body type of thing? Kind of. Okay. Um, I pr- I'd compare it more to Bunny by Mona Awad. Never heard of ever it. read it. It's really good. Which okay. other people compared that to Jennifer's Body, so sure. Sure. Um, Things Have Gotten Worse Since We Last Spoke by Eric LaRocca. Um, it's super short. I read it in, like, under an hour. Uh, it's a novella. Um, I love novellas. It's a really codependent, toxic lesbian relationship. Nice. But it is a horror novel because if there are like some... If you like toxic relationships with a low-key horror element, you should read Savior on Webtoons. One of them is a vampire, and it's not the one you think when you start reading it. Oh, did you watch... Um, what was it called? Uh, I forgot. That Netflix original with the vampire and the not-vampire girl. Disgusting. What? I liked it. I hated it. You hated I it? I hated it. It was corny. I liked it. Was it was stupid. I, I like. We can get into that next episode. I like stupid. No, I, I watched it with my partner, and the whole time we were, like, by episode, because it wasn't that long. It was only, like, what, 10 episodes, 12 episodes? Eight, I think. Eight, okay. By episode, like, two or three, we were like, oh, my God, we just have to get over this because we've already started. I, we hated it. I will I come had, back. I had fun. Um, <laughs> we, um, we thought the storytelling was really cheap and bad and, and yeah and that's why I had fun you liked it because it was camp yes I like camp God. okay, okay. you uh, like Twilight don't you yes I know it's bad Twilight and that's why it's fun <laughs> I do remember watching the, the um, I actually Twilight. recently read The Outsiders by C. Hinton never read it time. it's good my I friend says it. that she really like my best friend in high school said that she loved it it's one of her favorites it's really good it's super short Never easy read to read it. um i also read on earth we're briefly gorgeous by ocean mm-hmm. uh i think i'm gonna butcher his last name fong mm-hmm. um i've also read his poetry in the past uh nice guy with exit wounds fantastic collection mm-hmm. this book also beautiful very much prose poetry going on mm-hmm. loved it read the seven husbands of Eg- evelyn hugo i know that it's popular on tiktok i'm not on tiktok um, you know what prose poetry I, I really it. liked? What? Ellen Hopkin. Hopkins? Oh my god, I hate her books. <gasps> I, I hate loved them. No, they're bad. I loved them. They're bad. Loved them. They're not good. I, I liked them. Oh, I did too when I read them at first. And then I realized Shoot. they were bad. I have to reread it. Oh my god, this is 13 Reasons Why all over again. I had a whole conversation oh my with god. my friend about how 13 Reasons Why sucked. Never watched the movie because I liked the book. I reread part of the book and I'm like, this girl is yeah. not, like, this girl is a little out of her mind. I think, you know, I think we could record a little bit longer. Um, because we should probably cut out some of the anime bit. No. No? I, I think it's fine. Oh, okay. I mean, whatever. You can cut this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, I will admit, I recently finished the 
original Vampire Chronicles trilogy. So there's a girl in my senior sem class that apparently the original first vampire book uh-huh. was the vampire was black and it was like based on Haiti voodoo. Interesting. Yeah, and that's where zombies originate to from too. Oh, she's doing I've her heard whole of that. Pro- she's doing her whole presentation. Can you like give me her info or yeah. ask her? That's if, her senior sem project. Ask her if she can like send that to me because yeah. like I am so. Did I, you ever read my friends? Yes, you did. I, did. I really enjoyed it. Yes, I will let them know. Yes, I will let her know. Rather, I am a big fan of vampires. Thus, and monsters in general. And monsters in general, but as specifically most, vampires. As most people in the alphabet mafia are. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you know, I like vampires. Too. Oh yeah. Um, my favorite series. Would you consider Jennifer a vampire from Jennifer's She's body? She's a succubus, dude. That's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Um, love that movie though. Yeah. Um, but my favorite vampire series is the first three. We are not talking about books four through thirteen. The first three. Yes, the first three books in the Vampire Chronicles series, which the first book is Interview with the Vampire. Yes, the same one that the movie is. I know, okay, I know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. Okay, so the movie... You got two minutes. Okay, the movie is uh, not good. It's camp, though, and that's... It's so fun. I Isn't say, it super gay? Yes. At which, least coded? It's gay-coded in the movie. Um, they gave him a wife in the movie, which I thought was stupid. I mean, she was killed off, like, before the movie even started, but Love still. Um, yeah, he was not married in the books. But anyway, I just, I would like to say, mm-hmm. they are canon in the book series. And yes, oh, they the, are? Yes. The first book came out in 1977. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't write the sequel until about ten years later. Because originally the first book is uh, exploring grief, and I will have to talk about this series in another episode because I could talk about it for hours. I literally info dumped about the first three books to my friend for six hours once. Who? My friend Angie. (laughs) Sorry, Angie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, oh my god, okay. So, yes, these books have problematic elements. They were written in the 70s. They're set in the 1800s. There's a lot going on there. And I will definitely be talking about it at a later point. But... Here is the kicker, and the only thing that I accept from later canon. When gay marriage got legalized in 2015... They <laughs> got married. Anne Rice wrote in gay vampire marriage into the series. Thank you, Anne Rice. <laughs> She's passed away, actually, just so, last December. Oh, wow. 80 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, but, n- hey. You know what I still can't believe who died? Who? Betty White. Oh, I know. I mean, hey, we all knew it was coming. Yeah, but, like, come on. She was older than bread. Yeah. But hey, Slice bread, at least. Slice bread. But hey, Interview with a Vampire uh, is getting a new TV series this October, and I'm really excited. I'm sure you are. I'm so excited. Um, not only are they allowing the characters to be canon on screen, um, huge win for me. Anyway, the reason why I'm really excited about the series is because the actress who's playing Claudia looks awesome. Anyway... The series is about two vampires that have a codependent toxic relationship. They raise a daughter together. That's just book one. It gets crazy. Wow. Read it. All right. Published well. in 1977. Revolutionary <laughs> to me. I'm sorry. I gotta let the people know my agenda. <laughs> my agenda is that everyone should read an interview with a vampire. Yeah, it's problematic, well. but I like it. Slay. <laughs> okay. That's all for this week. Yeah. I'll talk about it more next week. 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And so sorry for wasting your time. (laughs) (laughs) We're providing a service to the people. They have to know. Wasting their time and making them giggle, hopefully. Giggle? Giggle. You're going to say something. Have a little chuckle. (laughs) Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.